and welcome to the Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan, and as part of the Signpost Sustainability Week, I'm joined by Chagas Farm Manager of the Condalton Suckler Herd, John O'Connor in County Kilkenny, to focus on calving at 24 months, which helps reduce emissions. John, you're very welcome. The stock on display at the Chagas stand at the ploughing this year were from the Beef Herd in Condalton College. For listeners that didn't get to the ploughing this year, can you describe the stock on the display? Well, we brought up um, a, a, a limousine cross Frisian cow and her daughter, which she would be having next spring. And we also brought up um, her calf was born this year. And what we're, what we're trying to show at the stand was, what we're showing at the stand was, uh, her daughter will be calving next spring, the size she was, and when she when she, she due to calf next January. And what we're doing here in the college, in, in the, always doing in the college here, we have a two-year-old. Because uh, some farmers are saying they don't be big enough in calving, and we're just showing you what we are doing. And the reason we brought up a calf was the calf was about 350 kilos. So it, it was a male calf, but if it was a female calf, it would be plenty big enough to go for AI next spring. That's what, that was the idea on the stand. Very good. And I suppose that you mentioned it there. There are a number of targets to achieve over the lifetime of the heifer in order to get her to calve down at 24 months. Can you talk through weaning heifers that you are maybe on the farm at the moment and what weights that you're targeting for them and how that they will be managed over the coming winter? Well, we weaned all the calves here on the 28th of August. It'll be early this year and probably early again last year. Uh, before they were weaned, we had them creep grazing. We got, we did get very burnt up here in the month of August, so we were creep grazing. So instead of having the cows, the cows are in very good condition. So we said we weaned them earlier, get the best grass for the calves to keep moving. The were creep grazing. We have creep gates in front of the calves since it went out the grass in February, March. There were creep grazing in front of the cows, and then about a month before we weaned them, probably late July, we start introducing some meal. Once around about a kilo and a half a meal around the 28th of August, we weaned them. The weaning weight for the bulls is 300 kilos and the heifers are 280. That's an average weight. That's for all the calves. The bulls behind 1.25 kilos from birth to weaning, where the heifers behind 1.15. So the heifers are are well on target. Now, some of the smaller ones wouldn't be sold for breeding, but we can talk about that later. But our target probably happened around 280 to 300 kilos of weaning. That depends on on the weaning date as well. Like if you're weaning later, if you're weaning, say, in October, they want to be over 300, 320 kilos. The main aim for us that um, for, with them heifers, and the main thing, and I think it's very important, calving down a two-year-old, uh, we want them heifers, 380 kilos for AI next spring to be calving down. We want them calving down between 550 to 600 kilos. So the aim is to have them big enough for next spring for going to AI. And in order to achieve the weights over the winter, how are they going to be managed to be targeting for breeding next spring? Since weaning then, we weaned them that date and their their heifers are separated from the bull calves. And they're, they're at the moment, we're out in the packs at the moment, the bull calves are in one paddock, the heifer calves are in the front of the next paddock and the cows are behind them cleaning up. The calves are getting the best grass. They're getting two kilos a meal at the moment. We keep them out. Uh, the cows will probably be housed late this week or early next week. We keep the calves out about the middle of November, and then we're bringing the calves. Once we bring them in, then we put them on ad lib, uh, very good quality silage, first cut silage, probably 75 DMD silage. 
and we keep them about a kilo and a half to two kilos a meal. We keep them on that there until about uh, mid-February. When we come to, or even early February, the first stock we leave out every year uh, in the springtime would be a bunch of cows and calves probably the first week of February. But about the second or third week of February, the next group of animals we leave out would be the, the maiden heifers or the heifers we want to keep our breeding. Since we start doing that, um, we found that the swell settled down. Uh, leave them out in mid-March is a bit late because we are starting late, starting the area in, say, about the 20th of March or 25th of March. And by leaving them out for a month earlier, let them settle down and get them back on the regal quality grass, we find that a lot of them will come in, will come in season in the first 28 days. So a lot of our heifers, we calve down here, start calving every year around the 10th of January. So a lot of them will be calving in January. And once those heifers are brought in for the winter, what's the herd health plan for those heifers, John? Uh, we will dose them. We'll leave them in, bring them in for two, leave them in for a couple of weeks. Then we'll dose them for worms. We, they wouldn't have fluke. We have checked the, we killed heifers there last week. We always check the fluke count from the factories. And we also done a, a fluke and a Roman fluke check on them as well. We don't have fluke on the farm, so we're just doing for worms. Uh, they were done. I will get two shots for black leg during the year. As calves, when they went out, they're done for Arisa valve or internasal. Uh, we don't do them coming in. Maybe we should do them, but we don't do them, and we don't have a problem by not doing them. Uh, then we will vaccinate them with lepto uh, before the AI season starts. That's the vaccination we do with them. We clip their backs as well when they come in and clip their tails as well. And do you find that's important to clip them when they come in as well? Yeah, they, we just nice, keep them nice and clean and um, yeah, just clean the tail. When they do come in, it does take a few weeks to settle down. They do get dirty. So when, by clipping their backs and tails, they'll be nice and clean. We put them, on, um, we put them in on slats. They get one, probably 1.7 square meters per animal. You should recommend dorsal for wind or line down space of 1.5. We give them the extra line down space. That's great, John. And I suppose for the heifer that you mentioned that was on the stand that you described that's in calf and due to calf down next January, when it comes to the sire selection for that heifer in particular, what are you looking for when you're selecting sires for using on heifers to calve at two years of age? There's probably three things we're looking for in, 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 in um, when we're selecting sires. First thing we want to make sure that when most all them heifers we keep for breeding would be four to five star heifers. So basically, they would be our top cows. So them heifers would be our, our top, uh, say, four or five star index cows, our very, very good uh, replacement index bulls. So when we're picking out, so there's three things we're looking at then really is, the first one is the cabin difficulty. Uh, the two bulls we used, and them heifers for next spring are, we're using a bull called LM 2014, it was a limousine bull. His replacement index is 180. His terminal index is 156. His cabin difficulty in heifers is 6.1%. So he's, that bull for us is ticking, is, is, is ticking all the boxes. Because if that heifer have a heifer calf, we have another option keeping her daughter for a replacement heifer to go down the road. And also he has a very good terminal index. He's a male calf. He still has a good potential to be a good beef animal. And the most important part there is 6.1% cabin difficulty. We don't like going over 7% with cabin difficulty, even a bit less for heifers if we could. But it's very important that he's 6.1. The other bull, we have, we, we only used him now this year gone by, and we found them quite good and very good calves them. The other bull we used an awful lot was EBI, EBY. There's a limousine bull again. 
And his replacement index was 113. His terminal index was 116. And his uh, cabin difficulty is 7%. And we have found him a very easy cabin boarded. We're very happy with him. Like an average weight of a calf we find here every year would be, say, between 40 and 45 kilos. Uh, they, them calves are coming in at 30, 30 to 35, which is ideal for heifers calving down first time. They're not too big. And we don't have that much problems with them calving down. And both of those sires have a very high reliability for the 7% and 6.6% that you mentioned. Yeah, you're correct. They're very high. They're very, very high. Yeah, they're very they're, I think they're 98, 99%. Yeah. And for the heifers that you described now that they're going to calve next spring, how will she be managed from once she's housed now over the winter period until she calves next spring? I suppose looking at them outside the field at the moment, they're, they're probably they're well on target weight for calving down. I say they're nearly, I, we didn't weigh them where I'm in, but some of the heifers are well over 600 kilos. I say they're averaging about 575.80. And the biggest worry we have at the moment, they're nearly too fat coming in. So basically, we will house them in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we, w- we won't restrict them, but we won't put them on really good quality sizes either. We won't put them on the same quality sizes as the weanlands. If we have sizes not as good or Heritage or something not as good, we put them on that. The one thing we done and accidentally happened with us was, and do the same with the cows, in the year 2018, we had a very, very dry summer here, and we had no second cut. And we tried to source silage, and we couldn't buy any, get any silage, and we accidentally ended up buying hay. And we decided then we had the hay, what we want to do with it. And we actually start feeding the hay to the suckler cows and the calf heifers about a month before they start calving. Say the calf in the middle of January, we start feeding the hay first of December. And since we went that route, we have less problems calving uh, and has made a massive difference to our calving difficulty. Our calf birth rate probably has come down four to five kilos, which is not a bad thing when you're calving down. They will catch up with the weights. It has made a massive difference. So. Them heifers, go back to answer your question, we would put them heifers in silage, not top quality silage. Come early December, uh, we will um, also vaccinate them for over corona, pre-calving scour, that early December, and then we start feeding them in hay. We, we will pick out all animals calving in January uh, in early December. They go on hay. Then the ones in February will go on hay at 1st of January. So about a month before the calf, we just switch them over to hay. We don't have an issue with milk. Um, we don't. Some people say we should be using maybe soybean. But we never have an issue of not, not having enough of milk with the hair. So basically, spoke, it's working well for us. So we we probably keep doing. We will keep doing it. I suppose, John, speaking with farmers, you mentioned there the importance of the select and the right sire, and then management pre and post calving that you mentioned there. So the issue arrives of getting the heifer back in calf to calve down the following year. How do you overcome this, or is this an issue for you? I think it's a, it's a very good question, Catherine. I think the most important thing that when the heifer is going to the BII, she wants to be a minimum of 380. If she's 400, 420, all the better. Four kilos live going to the going for AI or going, if you're going to put her to a bull. The problem is you go down too low in weights. Um, will, if she hasn't, if she has an easy enough cabin, she, she had a hard cabin, she, if she hadn't a hard cabin case, she calved on her own. There's never an issue going back in calf. But if you had a heifer that had a, maybe a section or maybe had a hard cabin or and she gets sick of her cabin, then you will have a problem. So the main thing to answer your question, I would say, is have them heavy enough going to AI, have them heavy enough calving down. If they're over 550 kilos calving down, you won't have an issue with them going back in calf. The big one is to have them big enough and strong enough.
And how do you manage the heifers post-calve and when they calve on the farm? Basically, then, when we calve, we calve early January. So we have paddock stepped. We have two paddock stepped already. So basically, we do the autumn-spring rotation planner. So we will leave them in. So the other thing, when, when she calves down, she's put into a calve pen on her own. They do get that extra, extra, extra attention of a calf, and we leave them with an order calf maybe for two or three days in a row in a pen, in a pen. And then we might pull into a small group of two or three more for another week. Then we leave her in back in the slats with the calf, where the calves in the lay back area. But the the after early February, if the weather's good enough, and the last couple of years has been, we leave out about fifteen or twenty cows and calves and and them heifers out the grass. Uh, that grass has actually stopped now since the 5th of October. So there'll be plenty of grass there. Um, we So basically, to get the best quality silage off a cabin, if there were a bit tin, we might give them a bit of meal. But really, usually, truly, usually they're not tin. So basically, um, we pull them back out and top quality silage off a cabin and then back out the grass. That's great, John. I suppose you mentioned a lot of the benefits there for Cavan at 24 months, but for the Kildalton herd, what you've seen over the past number of years, what do you see as the benefits of Cavan at 24 months? Well, suppose the most important one is like to keep the heifer on the farm for another year. That's that's an expense. It's another group of livestock on the farm as well. Uh, the benefit to us is um, you're, you're bringing in this, you have this heifer, she's very high, high highly indexed heifer. She could, could be five-star heifer and she's calved down a two-year-old and she has the calf and basically you're getting that extra year out of the animal really that's what you're getting and she's she's making money when she's out on the farm she has the calf and that's basically uh, i think it's very important that the calf down a two-year-old we are doing that all the time here and i also do my own farm as well calving heifers a two-year-old I couldn't, uh, like we used to do, uh, like you, you were doing them the 30 months or 36 months. You're, capping, you're carrying the animal on the farm and look with the sustainable farm going down the road. We ha- we have to try to push more to people to be doing them at 24 months of age. We don't see any difference to calving at 24 months of age versus calving at 30 months or 36 months. As long as they're, uh, they're strong enough and big enough for AI and, and calving down. Most definitely, John. And I suppose there really there are a number of workshops arranged around the country over the coming weeks that farmers can register attend on Cavan at 24 months. And you're hosting one of those workshops in Kildalton on Friday, the 11th of November. What can farmers expect to see on the day? We have four different stands on the day. Um, for the, on stand one, the first question is going to try, they're going to show you the, the different results that was done in Grange and all order entire trials. Why have a 24 months? So they're going to give you um, the results, what they have they have seen. Why do you have a 24 months? And part of that stand one, then we're going to have the Kildarton farm figures. You know what I mean? How, just basically our replacement index, uh, our replacement index on heifers for first cabin, our cabin interval, calves per cow. So they're going to show that. So basically, stand one is going to be all about really the Kildarton farm and why should you have a 24 months of age? Uh, stand two on the day then is basically calf to yearlings. What do we do when a calf is born, as you have asked the question already, up to weaning stage or up to one year old? Uh, how do we pick out these heifers? Uh, very simple. We we would know um, long before when the calf is born, we know what, what heifers we have picked out for breeding and ones. 
and want to have enough for breeding because, as I said to you already, we pick out our top cows and AI them with maternal index bulls. If them cows have a calf from an AI bull, we know they are for breeding. So the only decision we have to make on them heifers then, uh, when they're one year old, is what we, if they're not big enough, we don't keep them. Or maybe if they're a trained calf with a bull calf, we don't keep them. Otherwise, if they're 380 kilos or 400 kilos, we keep them. That's basically uh, what, how to stand to calf to yield and what do we do? How, how do we look after them? I suppose, and what vaccination program we do? What size we're feeding them? And stand three then is probably from a one-year-old up to calving. How do we do? What do we do for second grazing? Uh, they early turned out, as I said, we have found that absolutely brilliant. Turn them out early. Uh, make sure you get good quality grass, uh, lepto vaccination as well. Uh, then I said, like breeding from a 380 to 420, that's the, the need to be that. Sometimes, and not time we had a heifer in a very high star rating, and she might be 340 or 350, we, we took it, we maybe tried, we tried to keep her. And they are the ones who give you the problems, Gavin. So we have decided from now on, and the last few years, by being Gavin over here, make sure they're 380 kilos plus. And then, as you asked the question already, what do we do? What do we look after them for the second winter? How do we feed them? So make sure they have good quality silage. And we don't feed meal, but if they, if they, were, if they needed meal, we would feed them, but we don't feed them. We pen them separately as well, which is very important. And we make sure they have enough of silage space and, feed, and lie down space. Okay. And that's stand three. Um, and then we'll just talk a bit about the cabin. What do we do when they're calving? We have a calving sheet here in the in the suckler shed. You see it on the day. We know every heifer when she's due to calf, what she's in calf to. So basically, when she's on the verge of calving, we take her out and put her on a pen on her own. And we keep an eye on her. And then we have all the equipment ready for calving. And basically, as you asked the question, the post-calving kids, what do we do after calving? What do we do with them? And the last time then, uh, we are lucky enough, we are, we are Billy here in the farm. Uh, he believes us the AI on the heifers and the cows. What program we do? How, how, do, how do we get him back in calf? So basically, as I said, we leave him out in, um, in February and then we tail paint him just before AI starting. Uh, before AI starting, we tail paint him. And then we use a, a teaser bull as well. So if a heifer say she was bulling this morning, we AI her this evening. If she's AI this evening, we AI, we AI, if she's bulling this evening, we AI her the following morning. So it's morning and evening, whatever way they're bulling, that's where we do the AI. Uh, we basically, uh, we don't do any injections like that. We just basically do it coming natural. Because I think when we do leave them out the hair that month earlier, they do come a lot more natural that way. And then I suppose, at the last time there, as a very part of what bull do you put on these heifers, which is the most important one. And there will be someone from ICBF talking at that stand. That's great, John. I think the key part of these workshops will be actually getting to speak to the farmer one-to-one and all the other staff that's available on the day to see what's happening on the ground. Yes, I would, I would, I would. and in each of them stand, we're going to have animals at them stands. Them animals, we're going to show you what, what we're doing with them, what animals we have. So we might show a, a, one of the green and heifer calves in one stand. We show a, a, a in-calf heifer, and we probably show a heifer that calved this year, our size and weight she is now. So basically, there will be elements at each stand. There's four stands. It will be, it's all going to be based in the yard because we, we work from the suckler shed and we work from the beef skill shed as well. So it'll be all, mostly be indoors. 
So a full circle, really, from weaning the whole way up to calving at two years of age, John. Yeah, and we show you where we calved down on the cabin pens and and where the, the feeding area and all that. Yeah, and you see the housing. All the, all the livestock, the animals at that stage, uh, weaners probably will be coming in by then. Or we're not, we're bringing, we'll have some mint for the, for the event. That's great, John. Farmers are really going to see heifers from once they're weaned the whole way up to once they're calved at two years of age. Places are limited, so farmers will need to book in and details are available in the text of the podcast and on the Chagas website with a workshop in the morning and in the afternoon. No problem, Catherine. Thank you. That's all for this week's episode. And my thanks to John for joining me on the show. A list of events and webinars taking place as part of the Signpost Sustainability Week are available in the podcast text. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss the show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.